Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Southern California tickets are now on sale for the Steel Wars 200th podcast live at the Scum and Villainy Cantina on Saturday the 2nd of February at 3.30pm and we will be joined by special interview guest Eric Walker who played Mace Tuani in the 80s Ewok made for TV films A Caravan of Courage, An Ewok Adventure and Ewoks The Battle for Endor. Get ready for behind-the-scenes stories from the films, what it was like to work with Warwick Davis, and, of course, the maker, George Lucas. Plus, we'll have a special audience mic set up if you've got a question to ask, too. And if you can, hang out for a bit after the show and take in all the fun of the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Pre-sale tickets are just $10 and are available from SteelWars.com or $12 on the door from the Scum and Villainy Cantina. I cannot wait to talk Ewoks with Eric and I hope to see you there. But for now, let's get on with the show. Industrial Light and Magic's Massa Narita reveals how his lifelong love of building scale models led him to working on retrofitting the Millennium Falcon for Lando Carizian in Solo, A Star Wars Story. In this quick chat, we talk about the love and detail that went into rebuilding the Falcon and surprisingly how his practical model building experience transferred into the CGI realm. The concept was, you know, the Hans Falcon, the concept was the uh, most fastest ship in the universe with a piece of junk look, right? So that reflects Han's characteristics. But this time, uh, we have to, you know, reflect Lando's characteristic, which is the most uh, beautiful ship in the universe. This is Steel Wars episode 189, Industrial Light and Magic's Massa Rebuilds the Falcon. This episode of Steel Wars is also available in full video at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. The link is in this podcast episode's show notes. Treat those eyes. Click it. So, Masa, you are CG modeling lead mm. on Solo. I'm interested you brought a actual model with you. Mm-hmm. Do, how much... I guess to the layman, those skills wouldn't transfer. Yeah, I, w- I would say the, you know, practical modeling, you know, skill, mm-hmm. it's very, you know, essential for the CG modeling as well. Okay. Uh-huh. So you started off working on models, like as a boy? Uh, yeah, just as a hobby, mm-hmm. you know. I, I love to model the plastic scale model kit, you know, real-life tank, you know, uh, Airplane, jet planes, you know, ships, those kind of stuff. 
And how did that develop into CG modeling? Yeah, very important thing is, uh, you know, observing the stuff, you know, the training your eye yes. to see the, you know, actual real life stuff. And then that's good for, that, that is very helpful to, you know, create something new in the, you know, virtual CG world. Okay. So is the skills that you learned modeling more with your eyes or is there like your hands, is it a total different type of skill to do the modeling in a computer compared to on a physical model? I think it's uh, not, dif you know, different. It's the uh, same, just that uh, you, you are doing practically or just doing virtually on the computer. I think I would say it's the same skill. Okay, yeah. just a different brush. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, very interesting. Yes, Do actually, you... I, I'm, I, I am, I am, you know, the U.S. you know scale scale model contest winner. You <laughs> say that again? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, you know, the winner of the 2004 U.S. Uh, national scale modeling contest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? what that, that's why Lucasfilm, you know, the. You know, <laughs> what model did what, what model did you that paint was to win a that? Big uh, battleship on the big uh, diorama. Mm -hmm. You know, sea. I created all sea surface with uh, three big you know battleships. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Do you um, sort of long for the the days in the eighties when uh, mm. Phil Tippett and, and and those guys were making models, or, yeah. do, you, or do you love the actually my dream was, you know, uh, to become the practical model builder. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, the era is finished and now everything is CG. So I have to do the, I have to do the CG modeling instead. So in working on Solo, you had the very iconic established mm -hmm. Millennium Falcon mm -hmm. and you had the task of like retrofitting it to be newer or mm -hmm. older, but still yeah. stay in the proportions of the, mm -hmm. the vehicle that we know now. Mm -hmm. What challenges did that? Yeah, the biggest challenge is, was, you know, how to transform Land Falcon to, you know, episode four Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. So the way we took is uh, we bring the CG, you know, episode seven CG Falcon and then put uh, and then remove all covers, uh, panels, mm -hmm. and then put the, uh, uh, we call the Gribris. It's a uh, very detailed uh, mech uh, uh, interior. Mm -hmm. And then make uh, Han Solo's, you know, Falcon first, uh, actually later. But that Falcon was a total 600 million polys uh, with uh, 21,000 parts. And then, other hand, other I. So, I have to put that Millennium Falcon into Lando's Falcon. Mm -hmm. So we put, you know, panels uh, about uh, about one feet above the, you know, surface of the Millennium Falcon, uh, original Falcon, and then created a new uh, Lando Falcon, and then put the escape pod. Uh, into the mandibles, mm -hmm. uh, the the front, you know, uh, 
the concept was, you know, the Hans Falcon, the concept was the most fastest ship in the universe with a piece of junk look, right? So that reflects Hans characteristics. But this time, uh, we have to, you know, reflect Lando's characteristic, which is the most uh, beautiful ship in the universe uh, with, uh, you know, sleek, uh, nice, stylish uh, look with uh, everything, you know, new, uh, interior, of, outside, you know, everything is just, so it's a completely 180 degree difference from the Hans Falcon and then uh, Lando's Falcon. So, so that was, uh, yeah, pretty challenging, you know, how yeah. to, you know, uh, show that difference, you know. It, it's almost back. clothing for each mm -hmm. character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then uh, the biggest challenge uh, of the, yeah, I, I said how to transform that one. So we, we decided to create eight different staging, staging uh, to, from the Landos Falcon the final, to the final, you know, the Hans Falcon with, uh, you know, many gribble stuff. Mm -hmm. So that means we had to create eight different, you know, assets. And then the biggest challenge was Oh, so there, I said, uh, you know, Land Falcon has uh, uh, 12,000 parts, and the Hans Falcon uh, has uh, ended up about uh, 21,000 parts. I had to create 17,000 parts uh, for the transition. So total, there are 50,000 parts uh, to create that Kessel Run effect. The nightmare was how to, so we created eight different stage by uh, turning visibility, visibility on and off of the, those 50,000 parts. So that, you know, managing that visibility control was totally nightmare. And then it took 120 days to, you know, complete uh, all assets from the Land of Falcon to the Hans Falcon. 120 days just for uh, the creating ship. the model, yeah. Before mm -hmm. it then starts mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I was very interested when he goes through the Kessel Run, mm -hmm. how the damage mm -hmm. and how intricate the damage reflects. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That Star Wars Millennium Falcon, how much thought did you put into that? All right, so this is a, a, a replica of the uh, episode four of Millennium Falcon, original Falcon uh, look like. Uh, this one has a you know, round uh, antenna uh, facing to the front. And then uh, actually there are three, three legs here. And then on the other hand, this uh, Lando's Falcon uh, unfortunately, I don't have a legs here, but uh, it has one, two, three, four, five legs. Uh, 
and then during the Kessel Run, uh, she, you know, uh, lost two front, you know, gears, and then become the three-leg falcon in the episode four. Mm -hmm. And also the antenna uh, was the same, you know, round dish, but it's facing the top. And then, yeah, this one also, you know, the lost in the Kessel Run, and then Hang and Chewie put a new, you know, uh, antenna here for the episode five, uh, four. Actually, uh, in episode six, uh, during the Death, Death Star, you know, trench run, yes. uh, uh, she hit the something and then this, you know, removed. And then uh, in the episode seven, the uh, Force Awakened, uh, she has a whole new, you know, uh, rectangle antenna mm. instead of that one. It, it so seems that, like the radar dish is just mm. a bad design because it just keeps <laughs> getting knocked off. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed that short but sweet chat with the very awesome Massa Narita of Industrial Light and Magic. Now that wraps up all the little snippets from my trip up to Lucasfilm where I was recording a story for Studio 10, a uh, morning television show in Australia about the uh, home release of Solo, a Star Wars story. If you want to watch that full clip, it's you can see me in action on Australian television. It's uh, six minutes of Star Wars joy with Ray Park and Beth and Rob from ILM edited into a, a sweet little package, a little taste of show business. Very fun. The link to that will be in the notes of this podcast. If you can your little podcatcher, quite often there's little links that you can hit to do other stuff. So uh, check that out. And as always, if you enjoyed this or any Steel Wars episode, I hope you enjoyed one of them, at least, through all 189, plus other supplementary episodes. I, I really hope you liked one of them. But if you did, if you liked this one, uh, drop us a retweet or a, uh, a share on Twitter or Facebook. It really, really helps us um, spread the word because... We're just an independent podcast and listener word of mouth is the pretty much the only way people find out about uh, what you're up to. So uh, your help is really appreciated. If you want to support the podcast in a small financial way and be rewarded with weekly bonus content, please consider checking out the Steel Wars Patreon for just $3 a month, you get every episode that we've ever made interruption-free along with weekly bonus episodes. Uh, last week, we put up The Last Jedi Commentary, a full two-and-a-half-hour audio commentary with The Last Jedi's very own details, slow and low from Canto Bite, and he has tons of joyous backstage stories from when he was uh, poking around the set, trying to take it all in while doing his job. Details is pure joy. You can play it over the movie, which when people message me that they're doing that, I am... I'm, 
it's flattering that someone <laughs> decides to watch the movie with you talking over them. Uh, or you can just listen to it in the car. It, it's pretty easy to follow along, especially if you've seen the film and, you know, the, the stories you don't need to really watch the film as you go. Also, last week, we have a new Robbo report up, and that is a 71-minute banger where I quiz Robbo why he had to chastise the fandom's imagination. We talk about Robbo's Star Wars resistance, non-watching, non-boycott, and discuss the chilling butterfly effect of Robbo's re-edit of the Darth Maul reveal scene in Solo. Plus, we take as normal listener questions and fill in the rest with some of our classic Robbo and Steel bickering. And just a heads up that after last week's break in the Hyper News, ironically because I was at a Patreon con, if you can believe there's such a thing, Hyper News will be back live streaming on YouTube this Friday. If you're in America, it's Friday evening, or if you're in Australia, it is Saturday morning or noon, depending on your location. And if you're in Europe, hella late Friday night, you guys, but man, we appreciate when you do uh, listen in. It is super fun to either call in and interact with us on the show or join the crew on the YouTube chat to type along as we chat about what we're talking about or sometimes totally random things. Yeah, I see what you guys are talking about. Not not on topic. Very, 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 uh, insulting really to my very fragile show business ego and of course if you can't join us live just uh check out the youtube on demand or if you're on the one dollar tier on patreon you also get an exclusive audio version of that so you can listen to it in the car if you can't be bothered looking at a youtube screen and of course that if you're on the three dollar tier or above you get that as well and i'm happy to report next week we will return to our full length interview shows we have gotten through the first month of fatherhood and i've got a 90 minute banger coming at you next week so uh yeah we will be back to normal thank you for your patience through these mini episodes i have changed many diapers more than 189 which is the number of this episode so many diapers you guys so many diapers and until then make sure you're following us on at steel wars on twitter facebook and instagram for plenty of fun links images and if you just want to chat star wars thank you guys so much and may that force be with you podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you 
If you're after more Star Wars listening, please check out the Making Star Wars podcast network at makingstarwars.net, where you can find such great podcasts as Blue Harvest, First Order Transmissions, Idiots Array, Making Star Wars Now This Is Podcasting, Podcast 2187, Rebel Girl, Rogue One, Tarkin's Top Shelf, The Cargo Hold, and The Sith List. So that's planetbroadcasting.com and makingstarwars.net. Los Angeles tickets are now on sale for our final live podcast of the year at Geeky Tees Magnolia Boulevard, Burbank on Saturday, December 15th at 4pm. For the first time ever, we'll be doing a live podcast version of our annual listener prediction review show where we review all the Star Wars news predictions that you guys made at the start of the year. I'll be joined on stage by a grip of previous Steel Wars guests, along with the live audience, to help us decide who was the Jedi Master Star Wars predictor for 2018. And spoiler alert, I did not fare well in this competition. It's going to be a hilarious afternoon of live Star Wars fun, Saturday, December 15th, 4pm at Geeky Tees Burbank. Tickets are on sale at merchostore.com. The link is in the show notes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.